Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, this is the Faith in Kids podcast. Welcome to near the end of the summer holidays. No need to worry because the fun is just beginning. I'm Ed. Welcome to this podcast. I'm joined by... Amy, hello. What a treat. Sorry. I just thought you were high-fiving the camera, Ed, but that's my signal. <laughs> it's lovely to and be here. And we're wondering why we've not had Amy on the podcast and the Faith in Kids podcast before in, the, in were... the beginning, but here we go. It's James here. Jam, hello. <laughs> Who else have we got with us? It's Jam. Hello. <laughs> no, I meant that to be Amy. Genuinely, Amy did such a pig's ear of that. We can't use it. It's going terribly well. Let's start the podcast again. <laughs> okay. Hello. Welcome to the Faith in Kids podcast. I'm Ed. I've had a great summer. I hope you have. Of course, I'm joined as usual by... Hello, it's Jam here. Nice to be with you. I've had an interesting summer. And as a special guest... Hello, special treat. Amy is here as well. I've had an adventure-filled summer and they're letting me join in today. How cool is that? I'd love to hear some of the adventures you've both had. Uh, Jam, tell us some highlights of your interesting summer. A bit of a highlight for me was I cooked an omelette on the beach. So I'm not a natural outdoors cooking sort of person. But do you know what, Ed? You'd be very pleased with me. I bought a camping stove and some gas and some equipment and we went down and I cooked an omelette on the beach. I had a bacon sandwich. I cooked the, cooked the omelette for one of my kids and my wife. Amazing. That's like Jesus on the beach with his fish. I know. Wow. It's, it's, that's so cool. Let's see. That's why you're in this podcast, Amy. <sighs> well... Uh, my summer, we have been adventuring all over the Scottish islands. We've been adventuring in kayaks and on surfboards and all kinds of fun things. We didn't do terribly much eating outdoors because there was too many midges, but there we go. Have you got a memory for us, Amy, that you're never going to forget? Um, I think probably on our very early morning ferry as we headed off to the Isle of Tyree and the sun came up and we could see dolphins jumping out of the water, basking sharks and porpoises and just being blown away look at what god has made it was stunning how about you ed i will remember uh going on a bike ride together as a family uh 
we are now, my children are all of an age where we can now cycle. Not for very long, but we can. And we even stopped for a lemonade at a cafe at the end. And and that's enough for me. That made me happy. And also, uh, we did a we did an, a Faith in Kids Bible time that Amy had done on sheep in the car. And you know, just sometimes you do a Bible time and, and all the children were just, they really got it. And we had a great conversation and we helped each other to work it through. And we prayed at the end. And I thanked God that sometimes it just all works and we all enjoy listening to him speak. It was great. Jam, can you fight us with your facts, please? I will, but before I do, Amy's got one as well. She tipped me off and said that she's got a fun fact. I have. Why don't you start? Okay, my first fun fact. The smallest school in Scotland is West Ray Community School in Orkney. It only has four pupils, but it does have a pet alpaca. Imagine. Imagine. That's really cool. I want to go to that school. Yeah, I don't have many friends, but I have an alpaca. Just think, you if you moved to that place, you would double the size of the school. I with your know, kids. my children would. Yes, yes, they should put a bid in for us to move. That's cool. Um, my fun fact is about, um, I've got one here about Abo Elementary School. What's so special about it? Can you guess? It was built in Artesia in New Mexico in 1962. What might be special about this school? It's the hottest school in the world. It would be quite hot, definitely. But actually, it's the first school in America that was constructed entirely underground. Wow. And it was it, it was equipped to function as a fallout shelter because that's near where they make nuclear weapons. <laughs> and so they thought, well, let's have a school underground then. So I thought that would be quite good. That's a quite terrible a cool school. school. I was going to say, that must be a bit whiffy after PE. <laughs> There's another school which is very special in Makoko in Nigeria, Ed. Can you think what might be special about that school? Makoko School in Nigeria. Yeah. No. They have the best musical instruments. Oh, that's a, that would be good. But no, this is an entirely floating school. Wow. So it, it floats on water and can accommodate 100 children at a time. Imagine trying to teach on a on a floating school and trying to keep the attention of the kids. That would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? You want to get sent out of the classroom, though. <laughs> yeah. Here's my third one, uh, which is there is a school that where the pupils arrive by helicopter. Could you tell me wow. where that school might be? Dubai. Good guess. That would have been my first guess. Any others? British Virgin Islands. Uh, uh, no, it's actually in northern Russia, wow. where you have nomadic people living so far apart to provide a proper education for some children. The regional government collect the schools up by helicopter, take them to school in August, and they study there until the new year. So they do their whole wow. school in, in a year, in about three months, and then they get helicoptered home again. Wow. No, that's, that's quite a cool amazing. way to arrive at school, isn't it? Oh, that's Imagine great. arriving at your school by helicopter. Forget limos for your prom. We go home in a helicopter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I just want to put a mention in for the seventh Lord Shaftesbury, who's a hero of mine, who started the first schools for poor kids that were free. He did that in the 1840s. 
He's why he got he gave the name to Shaftesbury Avenue. He is a statue in the middle of Trafalgar Square in London. He did the first school that were free for poor kids. He did it on Sunday. The Bible always got opened. And it was from those first schools that we have normal state schools today. Lord Shaftesbury, he did it all for Jesus. We're talking about schools, Ed, aren't we? Why, why are we, we talking are. about schools? We're looking forward. We've spent the summer thinking about different themes of the Bible. It's the end of the summer. It's not the end of the fun. The journey goes on with Jesus. We're looking forward to how we're going to go back to school. And this time it could be a bit different. We're going to open our Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. Jam, I know you love the book of Joshua. It does start with the same letter as your name. What? Tell us, what are we going to find when we open the book of Joshua? I have been getting excited about Joshua. Over the summer, I've been making videos. But just to summarise, Joshua is leading God's people and he's now standing on the border of a country that he spied on 30 years earlier, where he found cities with big walls there were mighty tall warriors. Gulp. 30 years later, are they still there? What's going to happen next? What lies in front of him? He was facing the unknown. Amy, will you read for us Joshua chapter 1, verses 3 to 6? Okay, here we go. I promised Moses I would give you this land. So I will give you every place you go in the land. All the land from the desert in the south to Lebanon in the north will be yours. All the land from the great river, the Euphrates, in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west will be yours. This includes the land of the Hittites. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. No one will be able to stop you all your life. I will not leave you. I will never leave you alone. Joshua, be strong and brave. You must lead these people so they can take their land. This is the land I promised their fathers I would give them. This is an exciting... Wow. (laughs) Why wow, Amy? (laughs) It's just, I mean, imagine being told that by God. Imagine, that's just, you, you're Joshua, you're taking over from Moses, you stand on the edge of some massive task and you're thinking, oh, this is a bit terrifying. And then God says that to you. He does. This is the time of year when it's all happening again. There are new shoes, trying on the school uniform, your trousers are too short and you've got a new pencil case. Mum is going to take a photo of you standing in front of your front door on the first day and show it to all of her friends. Granny is going to get excited and everyone's going to go, oh, haven't they grown? There are so many reasons to be excited. Seeing your friends again. Where have they been on holiday? Have they still got a suntan? You finally get to play football in break time. You get to do coding in your IT lesson. You get to do art with your favourite teacher. Or maybe you just love learning. Jam, how did you used to feel before going back to school? Well, just hearing you mention new uniform there, I do remember not wanting new uniform because <laughs> you wanted old and worn uniform because new uniform, you would draw attention to yourself. So yeah, I would start to feel a bit nervous, even though I kind of liked school. I just hated going back and I used to feel a bit ill, um, especially on the day. 
But once once it was up and running, it was fine. But it was that awful feeling about a week beforehand where you just thought, oh, good times are over. Oh, dear. <laughs> Amy, how does the beginning of school feel for you? Oh, well, I have always enjoyed school because I've loved going to see my friends and I've loved playtime and I've loved break time and I've loved, you know, lunchtime and I've loved all the other times. <laughs> and then I get to school, I see my friends, all had the great chat and then... There's that slow sinking feeling that I actually now have to do work. There was normally about day two, there was something massive that I'd forgotten that would just give you that I feel sick sinking feeling that, oh, yeah, I was supposed to have done that. Or oh, So you felt sick afterwards and I used to feel sick beforehand. <laughs> yes. Great. How did you feel, Ed? Well, I remember very clearly the first day of my second school. It was the 9th of September. And I, I found the thought of a new school totally terrifying. Uh, but I've been, I did it a few times and I'm still all right. There are reasons for everyone to feel nervous. Everyone is in a new class. Almost everyone has a new teacher. And some people, it's a new school. And this year, as if that wasn't enough, there is more that's different. We've had no school since March. We haven't been near our friends and we're not going to be near our friends when we do go back. There's going to be one-way systems, who's in my bubble, hand-washing, pack lunches in your classrooms and face masks. There is more that is unknown about school than normal. We don't quite know what it's going to be like. What do we do when we walk into school facing the unknown? We turn to the one who knows. What did God say to Joshua on the edge of the promised land, filled with strong cities, armies of warriors, and so much unknown? God said to Moses, sorry, God's, God said to Joshua, just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. God was with Joshua. God was with his people. He'd saved them out of Egypt. He'd carried them through hard times. He'd shown them away with a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. He'd given them manna in the desert every day. God had been with you. God will be with you. God is with us. That has not changed. We are his people. We were saved at the cross. We've been carried through lockdown. We've been shown the way with God's word, the Bible, guiding, reassuring and encouraging like manna in the desert, enough for each day. Now by his spirit, he is with us. If we're trusting Jesus, we have God with us. In fact, because of Jesus, we are more certain than Joshua that God goes with us. And Joshua went into a whole land to take it. We can walk into school. Can you imagine walking to school for the first time this year? You feel a bit nervous. Your mum or dad drops you at the school gate. You're not sure where to put your lunchbox. You're not sure who you're going to sit next to. You're not sure where to go. You're not sure when to take off your mask. You're not sure what will happen. What are you going to say to yourself when you feel like that, facing the unknown? What are you sure of? God says, I will be with you. God says, I will be with you. Jam, what are you certain of? God says, I will be with you. 
If you're listening to this right now, can I ask you, what are you sure of as you face the unknown? You say, God says, I will be with you. Should we practice that? What are you sure of? God says, I will be with you. It's a good job we've got Amy. As we face the unknown, there is one who knows exactly what is going to happen. He is in charge. God says, I will be with you. Lots to think about there. Here we go with Ed's Got Questions. Under fives, when you don't know what's about to happen, what are you sure of? Fives to eights, is there anything you are worried about school? Over eights, why does it help knowing God is with us? Why does it help? And then over 11s, if you weren't trusting God, what do you think you would be trusting to help? Okay, so I'm really asking you, if you've not got God, what's the best alternative? How are you going to get through? Those are your questions. Amy, can you tell us how we can remember this? Well, I think it's such a great verse to remember. And I'm generally one of those people that forgets stuff and forgets to take things with me. But generally speaking, when I've left the house, I've never forgotten my hand. So I'm going to give you a way to remember this Bible verse using your hand, because then when you look at your hand, you will remember this verse. So hopefully on one of your hands, you've got five fingers. So then you can remember it's from Joshua 1, look at your little finger, 1, and verse 5, look at them all. And then you can say, for each finger on your hand, I will be with you. Okay, go along your fingers. I will be with you. If you start the little finger, we're going to say, God, God is saying this. God, he's speaking. He's making a promise. I will be with you. This is me. I'm the thumb. And I am in the palm of God's hand. Wrap your other fingers around your thumb in the middle. You are safe in God's care, in his hand. He loves you. He's with you. You can remember his promise. It's as solid as a rock. All summer, we've been about read, pray, sing. We've read God's word. And now we're going to pray before we sing Ed. Should we pray? Yeah, let's pray. Dear Father, I thank you that it is still true today that you are with us. I pray as we walk into school for the first time, the second time and the third time, would we say to ourselves, God says, I will be with you. Would we say that not just because it's words to remember, but it is true. Wherever we are, whoever we're sat next to, whether we're wearing a face mask, eating our packed lunch at our desk, or wondering who has COVID, would we know that you are with us so we are safe? Amen. 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 Read, pray, sing. We've read, we've prayed. And now Amy's going to introduce a song for us that she's been bopping to all summer. What is it, Amy? Oh, we totally have. This has been the number one track in our car. We're going to sing It's from the lovely Dom Rocks, but it's the Don't It Blow Your Mind. Don't blow your mind to see the awesome kind of love. Okay, that's Amy's version. Why don't we hear uh, Jeremy's version? Don't it blow your mind to see the awesome kind of love. 
Thanks, Jeremy. If you want to hear more from him and from Dumb Rocks, look in the show notes and you can get the album. It's really great. And in the show notes, you'll also find a link to my uh, Joshua videos that I did over the summer during lockdown. And also I'll be doing more on John's Gospel coming up. Off we go to school. We are facing many unknowns. God goes with us. He will always be with us. So thanks very much for listening. And uh, just remind us again, Amy, I'm waving goodbye with my hand that says, Joshua 1 verse 5, I will be with you. Great. And if you want to see that video, then go to our Facebook page and uh, we'll make sure we put that little thing up. Thanks, Ed. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Joshua 1 verse 5, I will never leave you. No, that's totally wrong. No, it wasn't. That's totally wrong. I will be with you. I'm sorry. Under fives, when you don't know what's about to happen, what are you sure of? Fives to eights, is there anything you are worried about school? Over eights, why does it help knowing God is with us? And then over elevens, if you weren't trusting God, what do you think you would be trusting to help? <laughs>